Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, good morning and welcome to another informative session of Naturopathy Today. Last week, as you all know, we celebrated Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and whatever other holidays are out there for this time of the year. Now we need to get prepared for a totally new cycle. And to help me share information, I've got my good bud, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. How you doing? Good morning, Michael. I'm doing well. How are you? How did you survive these holidays? You know, here we're kind of in the the recuperation phase uh, after Christmas and after the Hanukkah, the celebrations. You know, there's a lot going on through people's lives these days, and we all want to have this joy, but sometimes we just lose it without knowing why. So maybe there's things people can do about it. I know nutritionally it's important to keep up on your good nutrition and healthy lifestyle. So let's talk about some of those things today. All righty then. So one of the very first things would be attitude. To really have a good positive attitude moving forward. We talked about finding the one thing that is positive in everybody, including self. In fact, make a list of how many wonderful things you there are about you. And just remember them just moving forward. That would be one thing. Another would be really examine your diet this year. Commit to yourself. Become a disciple unto yourself. Create a discipline where you're committing to minimizing, if not eliminating altogether, junk food, fast food. So you want to convert your conventional food to organically grown food. Because way back when, when we talked about cancer, we demonstrated, or, or it's in the, the medical books, that chemicals create cancer. So get the chemicals out of your diet. When it comes to, as you brought up, Steve, maintaining that energy and that wellness, you know, and losing the weight. So here's a whole bunch of nutrients. One, in terms of keeping the wellness going, obviously you want to keep your energy levels up. Panathenic acid is fabulous. It supports your adrenal glands along with vitamin C. Your adrenal glands, we've talked about before, are essential in helping maintain balance and harmony and keeping your immune system up so that will keep you healthy. All of us, well, maybe not all, but most of us want to lose some weight that we put on over the holidays. So we want to look at things like B6, potassium, uva ursa, hydrangea, parsley to get rid of that excess water. Things like choline, inositol, lecithin, niacin, unsaturated fatty acids to help begin to burn the... I don't see people as being fat as much as I see it as stored energy. You know, we put in a lot of energy. We just don't run the equipment. So there are some nutrients that I would recommend to help people lose weight and exercise. Exercise is fabulous from a bunch of different perspectives. One, it will burn fat. Two, it oxygenates your blood. 
25% of all the oxygen you bring into your body goes to your brain, your mind. So you really help can put dementia, senility, Alzheimer's either out of the picture completely or, you know, way back into Tomorrowland somewhere. Exercise is essential for being healthy for this coming year. So those are some of my initial thoughts on things that people could do. What other things would you add from your experience, Steve? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to maybe just expand that a little bit. You know, we oftentimes when people feel like they have low energy and they're just not able to uh, get their brains working right, I think sometimes we don't understand that nourishing the brain is such an important part of this process that if we don't have enough energy to even choose better foods, this is going to affect our brain. It's going to affect our, our thinking processes, and we're not going to be as effective. So if we're having challenges physically, and here's where my question comes in, is it just as likely that we're going to have problems mentally or psychically or spiritually because we're not providing the energy not only that our body needs but as you alluded to the tremendous energy needs in the brain and so it's you got to be well nourished to have a brain that functions well as just as important, if not more so, than having the nutrients to help your body function well. Is that a reasonable connection to make? Absolutely. You know, because here's the deal. The low energy, number one, is part hypoglycemia. What people do is they don't really nourish themselves in a healthy way. A lot of people end up eating sweets or carbs or protein to build that energy level back up. And what they're actually doing is taxing the body even more because when you bring in the sugar, it makes the adrenal glands work harder. And the adrenal glands are really what keep you in balance and they are what regulate the sugar in the bloodstream. So utilizing sugar as a way to build yourself back up is not a good thing to do. Having a more well-rounded and founded and healthy diet will do more for you than anything else. Well, what you mentioned sugar. And one of the things that I remember learning, gosh, 45 years ago, I think I first heard about uh, a study that they did with nurses and they give them the equivalent sugar that's found in a typical a can of uh, soda, and that this depressed their immune function for up to six hours. And it just made me think, gosh, if sugar can do that from one soda, it's for some people, you know, that's their daily thing, you know, thinking, well, I, this makes me feel good. And not realizing that they're depressing their immune function so significantly. And I got to think that that's just one example. If we look deeper, we'd see how this consumption of sugar and refined carbohydrates that make up so much of our diet are actually really um, robbing us of a well-functioning immune system and adrenal glands and all of the other parts that make us function well, they don't do anything but give us calories. 
And if we're not getting it, our bodies can't invent these vitamins and minerals. We have to get them through our supplements and through our food. And when we eat all of these foods and, and the pop is just one source, we're just eating too many foods that aren't providing any nutritional support. Therefore, how can we expect to be healthy, energetic, think clearly if we're not actually putting that fuel into our systems? It seems so clear to me because I learned it early on and I've tried to structure my life that way, but it seems like it's very hard for people to grasp that concept when they're in the midst of their everyday lives. They just find it hard to make choices to make better choices. Well, part of the problem is what's offered wherever any, anybody lives in the sense that most people won't pack a lunch, number one. And so that forces them to eat out. Finding a place that has organically grown food that you could consume during lunch would be fabulous, but it's very difficult for people. And because they only have quote unquote an hour, a lot of people run to the more convenient things the fast food junk may be. So and, and people rationalize it. That's the that's another beautiful thing about the mind. Our mind can justify any position, attitude we take. We can rationalize, well, you know, I don't have the time. I've got to eat Taco Cabana. I got to go and get McDonald's. And no, you really don't. But you can logically, rationally, and justifiably make excuses as to why you're not changing your diet, why you may not be changing your lifestyle, because it all goes hand in hand. So there's a lot for people to overcome to get healthy. One is getting rid of the really negative habits that they have, like drinking the sodas, thinking that the sodas are okay. One, they make you feel better because of the sugar. So it's a false up. And then you have the crash. So now you want to go get a little something to chew on or another soda to bring you back up. Meanwhile, the carbonation is creating the osteoporosis on some levels because now your body, you're not getting enough calcium. So now your body is pulling calcium out of the bones in order to deal with the acidity, which is a byproduct of the soda and all the protein you are being programmed to eat because people eat protein at every single meal. And we're not living up to our potential in terms of years, in terms of good health, in terms of consciousness, in terms of consideration, in terms of love. We are falling short in almost every arena because we're allowing our negative habits and the lack of information coming from the people who should be guiding us. You know, there should be more of you and I out there in positions of authority telling people, hey, wake up, get healthy, here's what you have to do, as opposed to just, well, you know, that's just the way it is, and you can continue on your thing, just believe in God, and everything's going to be hunky-dory. No, it's not. You have a responsibility. God said you have, have dominion over everything, especially yourself. Exercise it. Stop giving it up to people of authority. Become your own authority. It's your body. It's your temple. It's your life. 
Anyway, that was my you're exactly for a right. little bit. <laughs> well, you're exactly right. And it's, you know, people don't want to make those choices. And it's kind of interesting because they want change, but they don't want to do the things that are likely to affect the change. And I understand it can seem overwhelming. You listen to all the things that we talk about here that, you know, people might not be doing. How do they appropriate it? Well, in my mind, it comes back to this idea of baby steps. I don't think anybody can make all the changes all at once. I've seen people who get turned on to healthy living, and they just try to do it all. And before you know it, it all falls apart, or they're getting divorced, or something's going wrong because they tried to do some overwhelming task that should take maybe a year to do yeah. all at once. And so yeah. the idea of, of breaking it back to... I like to use an acronym called WIN, W-I-N, what's important now. On of the thousand things I could do on any <laughs> given day, what are the five things that are the most important now? And by analyzing and looking and learning, I can make choices that I can do today. And there are other things that I might not get to for a year. I'm a patient man. I'm willing to wait but I'm not willing to not do anything. So it's step by step. And by focusing on that, which is rises to the top in the moment, I'm able to find more success as I make these choices and move forward. And as I move forward, I'm still taking baby steps that are still taking me forward. And so I want to encourage those people who feel like it's overwhelming. I can't do all of this. Start with maybe one thing. And then once you gain some uh, mastery over one thing, that gives you courage and a motivation to do that next thing. And so it is possible. Don't let anybody tell you how fast you have to move. Set your own pace, but do set it in a way that moves you forward. I think that gives us some positive ways to act and yet forgive ourselves, be patient with ourselves for the things that we can't do today but to celebrate the things that we have done and we have accomplished and are looking forward to accomplishing, I think that's a change of mindset, a change of expectations, as we talked about last time, or, you know, a change of focus. And I think if people sort of learn how to appropriate and put these things in a context that they can appropriate, they're likely to be more successful. And you develop a habit, and before you know it, you're going to see the results of that effort. So our lives, our bodies, our thoughts, our spirit are all under our influence. And if we exert our own influence on ourselves in a positive way, we will move forward. And don't just let life happen to you. Lots happens to you, you have no control over. But the things that you do have control over that's where you can move forward. And that's what actually moves you forward. So I probably said that in too many words, but that's the idea of take that responsibility and opportunity. It's yours. You will be better for it when you exercise it. There was a lot there. A couple of things that came to mind immediately when you talk about being overwhelmed and trying to get it all done at one time, which is ends up people turn away and they can't move forward. The universal teaching there is excess leads to rejection. And the appropriate universal teaching for the endeavor of getting healthy is moderation. And even with moderation, you need to be moderate. So 
you know, getting getting healthy wherever you are, you can make incremental gains on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. You're not going to go from a health level of 70 to 90 in a month. You're not going to do it. You know, what you should do is give yourself a number, you know, well, you know, I, I feel like I'm a, an 87, okay, for myself, and I actually feel I'm probably more like a 90. I'm not on any meds whatsoever. I have a good diet. I may be three, four pounds too heavy in my mind, and but I live a healthy lifestyle. I eat healthy. I allow myself you know, when I do a consumer lecture, and, and and Steve, you've never been to one of my lectures, but when I talk about diet, I tell people that diets ideally should be about 80% raw, 15% cooked, 5% junk. That's 100%. So I had somebody say to me, well, what, why the junk? What's the deal with that? And my answer to that is simply this. If you are trying to get your children healthy, get your significant other healthy, get yourself healthy, allow a little bit of what you shouldn't eat <laughs> come into the system. That's the 5%. Because if you deny yourself, deny them, and this applies to more than just food. If you are, and by the way, denial is also a pattern of behavior. Some people deny themselves the 80% good and, and strive for the 20% bad. But when you deny yourself, it sets up resentment. When you deny others, they end up becoming resentful. So what will happen is that they will eat more garbage outside and away from you. But when they're home, and with you, they're going to, you know, practice good health and demonstrate it to you. But when they're outside, whole other animal. So allow the 5%. When it comes to cooked food, my rules of thumb for seafood, go to Leviticus chapter 11, deep sea fish with scale, no freshwater fish. And my deal with freshwater fish is you don't know what's in the water. We have no respect for the ocean. We have no respect for our water weight. We have no respect for the ocean. We have no respect for our water weight. So everything has to be done incrementally moving forward. I think I got sidetracked there, but anyway. <laughs> well, it's all part of the big picture. It does seem like a big picture. And for somebody that's just getting started, it can seem sometimes overwhelming. Absolutely. But I do believe that we make progress moving forward, you know, and so a lot of this may seem overwhelming, but you can appropriate it. And I think this idea that it is a journey and, you know, do what you can now and be happy about that and be optimistic and don't beat yourself up over what you can't do or even these things that you have no control over. But what can we do about it? We can do something in our own space, buy better food, drink pure water, do these things that we know are problems outside ourselves. We can make better choices into how we appropriate those things, and we will then see results over time. That was really my point was, over time, that to which you apply your thinking and your efforts will achieve results. What they will be, who can predict, 
but I am certain of this, that better choices now lead to better outcomes later. And with that in mind, that can apply to everything that you do. Absolutely. You know, something else you said that, and I, I know where I left off, so I want to go back to that. And there is an expression, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So everything yep. done incrementally. So I talked about fish, uh, Leviticus chapter 11, deep sea fish with scales. When it comes to fowl, you're going to eat turkey over chicken because turkey has less fat. And if you go back to the session we talked about in terms of cleansing and detoxing, you know that the toxins in the food are stored in the fat. Before it gets in the fat, it's in the blood. And that's one of the reasons why when the ark with Noah and his family landed and Noah wanted to make a sacrifice to God, he said, drain the blood thereof of the animal because the blood is where the toxins are. When it gets to the liver, the liver puts it into fat. So turkey has less fat than chicken. When it comes to meat, free-range critters are the best. When it comes to dairy, minimize the amount of dairy products you consume. Fruits and veggies should be organically grown. So where you can start is obviously with your fruits and vegetables if you know and you should have a salad at least once a day and it should be made from organics foods minimize the amount of dressing use oil and vinegar and by the way olive oil is great because it has a constituent that kills cancer cells so there's a benefit whatever your comfort food is if ice cream is your comfort food, instead of getting it made from dairy, look at it from organic soy, look at it from almonds, look at it from avocado. So there are other things that you can do that will help get you on this path slowly, incrementally, affordable. And like you said, Steve, a little bit of success will give you courage and confidence to continue that journey. And for me, I'm pretty much done. I think we've shared some information that will help people create a discipline and don't get discouraged. And it's okay if you fall down, fall back, fall off the wagon, pick yourself up, get back up, get back on the horse and move the wagon forward. That's all I've got to say for the now. <laughs> I'll have more after the first of the year. I know we will, Michael. There'll be a lot to talk about. And I'm going to hold my tongue till then because, as you know, I've always jumping in on the thoughts that you give us. And so I look forward to hearing what we're both going to say next year. So it'll be or a mystery to be shared and unveiled. A misery to be shared. I'm not. <laughs> well, that's right. That out of the it. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alrighty. Michael, I've enjoyed it. And uh, this past year has been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to where we go uh, this coming year. There's still a lot to learn, a lot to do for both of us and for our listeners. So. I look forward to it, Michael. I look forward to it, folks. Thank you for being here. I enjoy it. And tell your friends. Absolutely. Y'all take care. God bless. And we'll talk. Bye-bye. And we'll talk. That's what we do here. <laughs> it is what we do. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.